Let's start today's episode with just a simple warning. What I'm about to talk about might be triggering for you or for your partner. And I'm telling you this not so that you don't listen. Of course, I want you to listen and get the benefits of today's episode. And at the same time, if you notice that it's causing problematic feelings, if it's stirring things up, then this may be one of those moments where it could be really helpful to get support from someone outside of your relationship. So whether that's a relationship coach like me or a therapist who works with couples, see if you can find someone, if you need someone, who can help take a stand for your relationship, especially if you're dealing with something that's challenging. Um, You want someone to be an advocate for finding understanding, connection, even in the middle of something that is a little challenging for you or for your partner. So that's all I wanted to say here at the beginning, and let's, uh, let's jump right in. But actually, before I do, and before you get all triggered, this might be a good time to remind you that the Relationship Alive podcast is an offering for you to have the most amazing, conscious, connected, growth-filled relationship possible. If you're finding the show to be helpful, please consider a donation to help support the podcast and ensure that we can continue. To choose something that feels right for you, all you have to do is visit neilsatin.com support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And this week, I would love to thank Lydia, Timothy, Drew, Richard and Eleni, thank you so much for your support and for some of you, your ongoing support of the Relationship Alive podcast. I really appreciate it. And today we're going to be talking about a touchy subject. And like any touchy subject, it's really helpful if you want to communicate with your partner about it to have the skills to do it in a way that keeps you connected with each other and gives you the best chance of navigating that conversation successfully. So if you haven't gotten it yet, this would be a great time to grab my top three relationship communication secrets. It's a free guide for you. And all you have to do is visit neilsatin.com slash relate or text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions and you'll get the guide. And these are the kinds of things that are going to help you get through any sort of conversation about what we're talking about today uh, as best as possible. So, all right. I think we've covered all our bases. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. Today we are going to tackle the subject of snooping. Is it ever okay to snoop in your partner's email or their text messages or their Facebook messages? And If so, when would that be? And if you're someone who's being snooped upon, uh, what do you do about that? 
What do you do when the dynamic of snooping and privacy rears its head in your relationship? And how do you get past it to a place that feels better and more connected and more open with your partner? That is the topic of today's conversation. And I want to say that this is a topic that has come up a lot. It's come up privately with some of my clients. It's come up uh, in my own relationship, and I'll tell you a little bit about that, maybe. And, uh, and it's come up in the Facebook group. Um, if, you, if you haven't joined the Relationship Alive community yet on Facebook, this would be a great time to do it. Not so that you can find out about snooping, but so you can get some support from the other people who are there. Uh, as of this recording, we have about 1,400 people there in the Facebook community to support each other. So little plug for the Facebook group. Anyhow, it's happening all the time. And I think that snooping is becoming more and more of an issue because it's so easy to live a life that feels separate from your partner and to not really know exactly what's going on with them, uh, especially in a world of smartphones where we each carry around with us the potential to be anywhere in the world, do anything, talk to anyone right there uh, in the palm of our hand, and to do that at any point during the day. So in general, if our task in relationship or one of the main tasks, it's not the only task, of course, but one of the main tasks is to create safety with your partner. And yet, if you're in a situation where you feel like you're not getting the whole story from your partner, or you have this sneaking suspicion that something is going on with them, and when you ask them about it, they either deny it or they give you an answer that doesn't feel 100% truthful or whatever it is, then you will probably be inclined to at least think about snooping. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, when I say snooping, I'm basically just saying spying on your partner, checking their email, checking their, their texts and their private messages in order to see if there's something going on, something that you should know about. And if you are in a situation where you're feeling unsafe like that and you're feeling like you should look, then first of all, let me tell you that my heart goes out to you because I have been there. I can't tell you if I've ever been snooped upon. If anyone has ever snooped on me, that they've never told me about it. But I have been a snooper in the past. And I'm currently a reformed snooper, and I'll tell you a little bit about that. But I get it. I feel for you. I've been in situations where... I felt like I was in the dark and I was in the dark about stuff that really mattered to me and that was really important for helping me feel safe in the relationship. And so I snooped. So if you are a snooper, I've been there. And if you're thinking about snooping and you haven't yet, then Hopefully you'll at least hear this episode before you decide to go and do it. Uh, because I will just be right up front with you right now. I don't think 
that it's the best approach. I don't. So let's just get that out of the way right now. This episode is not about telling you that you should snoop. And in fact, at the beginning, I asked this question, when is it okay to snoop? And and I think that almost never, let's say almost never. Now, there may be a time or two when it is appropriate. And I'll see if we if we get there in the course of this conversation. But for now, let's just, let's go with never. Um, and the reason I'm going with never for the moment, or never but with few, a few exceptions, is because the act of snooping also undermines safety in the relationship. And this is something that I hear time and time again from people who are snooping, is that um, whether they find things out that confirms their suspicions, well, now they're in this perplexing situation where they have information that they otherwise might not have had, and now they're confronted with, how, what do I do with that information? How do I... How do I um, talk to my partner about it? And now you know why I brought up the communication guide at the very beginning of the episode, because it's going to be really challenging, especially if you have violated your partner's privacy in order to get that information. Because the act of violating someone's privacy is, a, is an interruption of safety. And I get it. It's a, it's a conundrum, right? Because you are trying to make yourself safe at the same time. It's part of this dance of safety that is one of the most challenging things in relationship. And in fact, Chloe and I were just talking about this this morning, that safety in and of itself is a paradox. Because on some level, you want to get to the place where you are in charge of your own safety, where just about anything that your partner might or might not do isn't going to capsize your boat, you know, where your life doesn't end. Even if you were to find out something really shocking or challenging or hard, you want to be in a place where you know that no matter what, you've got you. And we've talked about that a bunch on the show, and we'll be talking about it more, what it takes to get for you to have you, for you to have your own back in your relationship. And at the same time, I'm not suggesting a kind of indifference to whatever your partner does. At the same time, we as partners are responsible for helping create a safe container, for helping the relationship feel like a place where we are not being threatened by our partner running around and cheating on us or uh, threatening to do so, like by having all these energetic exits in the relationship or, or, or. There are any number of examples where it's important for you as the partner to be maintaining, to, to be taking responsibility for maintaining safety in your connection, in your relationship. This is why it's a paradox, because on the one hand, you want to be coming from that place where you're like, you know what, I'm good. Even if something really hard happens, I know I've got me, I'm good. And on the flip side, that doesn't mean you should just go and do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like That means we are in this together, and we're, we're in dialogue with each other about what is and isn't happening. And that's often why snooping happens, because if you're snooping, you 
are craving information that you're not getting. One way or another, you're not getting it. And so you go looking for it. You know, why is my partner so distracted? Why haven't they been coming home when they said they were going to be home? Or I just get this weird feeling that something else is going on. And having been there, I get it. In those moments, it can really feel like you're unsafe. Like there's a threat to you that's happening and you don't know about it. And so the idea is that getting that information is going to make you more safe, right? I mean, that's why you're doing it. So you can find out, so you can get to the bottom of what's going on. And there's nothing more confounding than asking your partner, hey, like, I'm, I'm worried about this, or how come you're, whatever, um, how come you're not coming home um, at the same time anymore? How come you're staying at the office late all the time? You know, just that's kind of a cliche thing, but it happens. And having your partner say, oh, nothing, you know, I'm just working hard. And, but it doesn't feel right to you. And so there is nothing that makes you feel more crazy than not getting the truth from your partner and deep down on some level knowing it. So now we're getting into that territory where this could start to get really triggering for you because sometimes uh, the, the trigger here is probably obvious and it's important to say that sometimes your warning signal mechanism, your, your detection mechanism is off. Like sometimes you really are off or you really are hypervigilant or you really don't uh, have anything to be worried about, but for whatever reason, the part of you that's tuned into whether or not you are safe is just being activated. And so it's very possible that you are being activated for no good reason. And that's worth noting. And I'm telling you about that right here and now so that you don't start to think, oh my God, I have, I've had those questions and I've been sitting with them for such a long time. And is Neil saying that because I have those questions, that means something is definitely going on? No, that is definitely not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that if you have questions, then you have questions. Like it's kind of the fact of the matter. And you should be aware that you have questions. And there's a process that we're going to dive into here that will help you get your questions answered without having to go that extra step of snooping and violating your partner's privacy in order to get the information that you're looking for. Now, an important topic around this is just the whole question of how do we cultivate in our relationship a level of honesty and truth-telling. And these are important topics that we have talked about on the podcast before. I spoke about this in episode 107, which was called A Little Honesty Goes a Long Way. And then this is also something that we spoke about with uh, the authors of Tell Me No Lies, Ellen Bader and Peter Pearson, uh, and way back in episode 24 on uh, why we lie and how to get back to the truth in our relationship. 
So those episodes might be things that you want to go back and review as as a way of helping set the stage for just bringing more honesty and truth and the energy that that creates in your relationship, bringing that all uh, into the present for you in your partnership. So episode 24 and episode 107. Now, if you're starting to get a little bit activated by this conversation, this might be a good time for you to just take a quick break and relax. If you're listening with your partner, you could look into each other's eyes, you could breathe together. Um, If you're listening alone, again, deep breathing can be great. Um, Doing a little yoga can be good. Anything that's going to help bring you back into your body and into the present. And just notice for yourself if that's happening. Has just this, what I've spoken about so far, has that been something that has triggered something in you? And if so, take a moment and deal with it right now. And it's okay if you hit pause and then come right back. That's totally fine with me. But make sure you come back. And uh, also, this would be a great time to mention that today's episode is being sponsored by Yoga Glow. And if you haven't had a chance to check them out yet, you definitely ought to do that. They are offering two free weeks of their online service, which basically lets you take any number of yoga classes or meditation classes wherever you are, you know, in the in the comfort of your own home or the comfort of your of your office uh, without having to drive out to a yoga studio with world-class teachers as it is their service is amazingly affordable it's $18 a month so it's less than the than the cost of a single yoga class uh, in most places and uh, they're offering really amazing things like for me I've noticed lately I've been carrying a lot of tension in my jaw and this is something I've never done before but but I've noticed it recently and so earlier today, I just I went to Yoga Glow. I typed "jaw" into the search thingy, and up came six different yoga classes that I could take that would help me release the tension in my jaw. So I chose one. It was about fifteen minutes long, and now my jaw feels great. And it was that easy. Um, as I mentioned, Yoga Glow is offering two weeks for free just to check out their service and try it. All you have to do is visit yogaglow.com slash alive and sign up and you'll get your first two weeks for free. So that's yoga glow, yoga, and then glo.com slash alive. So make sure you check them out. And Yoga Glow, thank you so much for helping ensure that Relationship Alive podcast can happen and continue and do the good work that we're doing in the world. Thanks, Yoga Glow. Okay, so you're back and hopefully you're feeling nice and relaxed. Let's dive in a little bit more. We've talked about the topic a little bit from the perspective of the Snoopy, the person who's feeling like they need to do the snooping because there's something that they need to find out to help them feel more safe. And now let's talk a little bit about it from the other perspective. Like what if you're the person who's being snooped upon? Uh, 
there are two things possible, right? One of them is that um, you have nothing to hide and you're maybe feeling a little perplexed, like why does my partner feel this need to snoop on me and, and what's, you know, what's going on with that? Um, and it, it, it feels kind of crappy, right? To be, uh, to have your privacy invaded like that and to not be trusted. Or maybe you actually do have things that you're trying to hide. And those might not all be bad. I mean, I remember when uh, this was a long time ago, but a friend of mine was so suspicious of um, his girlfriend because, you know, she was like doing things that seemed kind of secretive and he wasn't getting a straight answer. And and uh, in the end, he snooped and found out that she was organizing a surprise birthday party for him. And uh that was too bad because now it wasn't a surprise and he had to pretend that he was surprised. Um, at least that was what he chose to do because he didn't want to face the music of admitting that he had snooped and, and found out that the party was going to happen. Um, and it was still an amazing party, of course, even though the, even though the surprise was revealed. Um, but right. Cause you might not have something bad to hide. You might just be hiding something and, um, on the other hand, you might have things going on that you would rather your partner didn't know about because you don't feel that great about them or they're not happening totally above board. And if that's the case, then, wow, yeah, it's really hard to be in your shoes. And and it's probably, there's probably a part of you that's realizing like, okay, there's something true here in how my partner doesn't trust me and what do I do about it? What do I do about it? So my hope for you in whatever side of this equation you happen to find yourself is that you can bring yourself back into connection with your partner so that you can deal with whatever it is that's going on. The biggest issue that's happening in this situation, which is maybe obvious to you right now, is that there isn't enough safety in this relationship. And that is an opportunity for you if you feel like snooping to bring the conversation of safety to the forefront of your relationship. So rather than, you know, what are you doing or why aren't you, why are you staying late at the office or whatever it is, it might be, wow, I'm noticing that I'm not feeling very safe in our relationship right now. I'm not feeling safe. And hopefully you can invite your partner into that conversation not by accusing them of doing this and that thing that's making you feel unsafe, but maybe by saying something like, I wonder if we could have a conversation about it so that I can tell you a little bit more about what's going on with me and what I'm afraid of or what it is that you're doing or not doing that's triggering this fear in me and maybe we could find some way to fix that. So that's one possible option. If you're the partner who's being snooped on, then 
well, a couple of possibilities. One is for you to, you know, honestly, I'm a little distracted because I'm thinking about the surprise party because you definitely do want to be able to keep that a secret, right? Like some secrets maybe are worth being kept. Um, So how do you do that? I'm going to ponder that uh, in my subconscious mind while I talk about the other stuff. So if you are the one who's not being trusted, then again, this is something that you can bring to the relationship. And you don't have to bring it in a way where you're showing your frustration. Wow, I'm really angry. Like, why why won't you trust me? Why won't you just trust me? Like, that's a conversation that is destined for nowhere. On the other hand, if you said, wow, I'm like, I'm noticing that you really don't, it doesn't feel like you trust me. Like you're, maybe you're snooping in my things if that's already happened and you're aware of it, or you're asking me all these questions that make it sound like you're really suspicious of me. And, and I wonder what's going on. Like, what is it that's, that's making you feel so unsafe in our relationship? What is it that's making you feel unsafe? And is there something specific that I can do that would help you feel more safe? Now, I think if you're planning a surprise party, that the odds are that unless your partner has said, I hate surprises, I never want to be surprised, don't plan a surprise party for me ever, in which case maybe you would feel a certain amount of uh, trepidation about that secret. Um, but if you know that you're, you're having a surprise party and it's going to be all in good fun for everyone, then probably you can get to a place where you're, where you're operating from this solid ground of knowing that you have your partner's best interests at heart. And so even if you have that surprise party secret in there, then you might be able to help your partner get to a place where they feel safe even if there is a secret, like the surprise party. Um, An example is you might say, well, um, I'm just making this up right here and now, but you might say, well, okay, like you're sensing that there's something going on and there is something going on, but it's good. And I really, like, can, can we just let it, can, can we let that be it? Like, there, there is something going on, but it's good. And just trust that I am considering you. Because that's what your partner really needs to hear, right? They need to hear that they are being considered, that, that there's not something for them to be scared of. And stepping out at an even higher level, you're probably also getting why at the very top of this episode, I said, hey, if you're going to have this kind of conversation, get help. Because there are so many moments when I've been holding space for a couple having this conversation or even, um, you know, sometimes I'm ideally I'm doing it with the couple there. Sometimes I'm just helping guide one person through the conversation and helping them really steer and stay true 
to what the conversation is about without descending into the triggers and the fear and all those things that ensure that the conversation goes nowhere. Um, so that's that's my strategy is to be there and holding the space that says, hey, we are here because we want to be together. And so whatever difficult truths emerge, let's let them emerge in a context that's about trying to make everyone feel more safe and more connected and like like you can be seen. Because let's face it, I think I've spoken about this before. If you are harboring a secret um, that you feel like you couldn't tell your partner because the world would end or your relationship would end, then that really sucks. It sucks. It sucks to have to live a double life, to have to hide part of who you are or what you've been. It's really challenging. And I have a lot of compassion for you in that situation. And if you do have something really big that you want to reveal, then again, finding help from a third party can be so important. One, because doing it that way, assuming that, it, that it's true that you do want to stay committed in your relationship, um, going to get support is a great way of giving your partner evidence that even if your actions tell a different story, um, be, the actions that you're holding in secret, let's say, and that could be something really big um, in terms of the rules of your relationship, or it could be like, okay, like, yeah, I, I had some, I heard from an old f flame, you know, my old high school sweetheart. And so we've been exchanging a few Facebook messages. And, and that does give me like a certain little charge when I, but I have no intention, you know, there, there's any number of different levels that this could be happening on. So whatever it is, pulling in someone to get support is showing your partner, hey, I actually do care about us. And I want to bring our entire connection and relationship back into integrity so that we are on solid ground from here on out. And this isn't an easy process. Like when you find out that something hasn't been fully revealed or fully truthful in your relationship, like it's not an instant fix. Like it's not like you say, okay, here's what it is or, or here's what it was and, and then everything goes back to normal. No, there is a process involved in rebuilding trust in your relationship. Again, something that's great to have support with. So now it's also worth saying, okay, so if you've snooped and now you know something that you're not supposed to know, now what do you do? What do you do with that information, right? Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to color everything about how you interact in your relationship now that you know this thing that you weren't supposed to know. And now either you don't reveal it and now you're keeping secrets. So now it's just this escalation of secret keeping or you have to find a way to bring what you know into the present. And if you've started down the slippery slope of snooping, <laughs> the slippery slope of snooping, it's too bad it's not called slooping, 
Um, if you've started down that path, then I encourage you to come clean again with support as quickly as possible. And if you didn't find out anything, then that's great. Like maybe that's because there is nothing that really is there that is being hidden. And again, the main issue here is why, what is it that is keeping you from feeling safe? Is it triggering something from your past that you're experiencing here in the present? That happens all the time when these feelings of not being safe are actually not about what is here and now at all. It's about like, oh yeah, I had this one partner who did um, cheat on me with several other people. And that the fear of that happening again and how horrible that felt, that's coming into this interaction now, even though you are totally different from that person. That actually happens all the time. And you need to, on some level, be discerning about what what is true and isn't. And that's why it's helpful to be in this conversation together, right? The conversation about, well, what are our obstacles to feeling like we totally trust each other? How how do we get to a place where, you know what, if you if you wanted to look at my email, like, go right ahead. Like, there is nothing there that I would feel ashamed about, either because there's nothing there at all or there's nothing there that you don't already know about because I told you that my first girlfriend from high school reached out to me on LinkedIn and I told you about it. So you're going to see the message from her and you're going to see how I responded and it just is what it is, right? And if there's more conversation to be had, let's have it. Like I want to have that conversation, that connection with you because I want to show you that no matter what, I'm with you. We're we're in this together. So that's why bringing it into the open is way better than letting it devolve into this big chain of secrets. If you're the snooper, you might consider just coming clean and saying, "Hey, I have to talk to you about something and I feel I feel a lot of shame around this and I'm I feel like it's, or, you know, maybe you're feeling shame, maybe you're not, or I'm, I'm really worried that this is going to make you angry. Um, and I need to tell you because I don't feel right in not telling you that I, um, I stepped over the line and I looked at your texts and it could be, yeah, I looked at it and um, and I saw there was nothing there and now I'm feeling really horrible because I have to, now I'm, now I have to live with the feeling that I did this and, and it just feels like such a violation. You know, that's one option. Um, or what if you did discover something, then you have to be like, look, I, I looked in your te- texts and I saw what you wrote to so-and-so and, um, and I'm confused because, I've been asking you if there was something going on and you've said no this whole time. And it was so hard for me to sit in that not knowing um, and not really understanding why my gut was telling me something else. And so I went and looked and, um, and I'm really sorry that I did. And like now maybe we can have the full conversation that we needed to have probably a long time ago. 
so that's funny, right? Because snooping can be a gateway to actually shining light on things in your relationship. Light on things that probably needed to be in the light anyway. It's just not the best way to get there. The best way to get there is to be able to create a container that can withstand the truth, no matter what that truth is. So it's not through, um, you know, stepping into your partner's world and forcing them to, 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 you know, come clean with you. In fact, in, in many ways, that could be really detrimental because what I would want in my relationship is for my partner to feel so safe with me that they will come clean because they know that I'm there to help them through whatever process of reckoning needs to happen, that I am there. And even if it's something that's really huge and shocking and those things do happen, I may not be able to say that I'm committed to being in this relationship with you if I find out that you were whatever it is that, you know, is a huge violation of the agreements of our relationship. But I can stay committed to seeing you with compassion through trying to understand you and what led you to do what you did through doing my best to not take it personally and to not make it mean something about me. Whatever it is you're doing, that doesn't necessarily mean anything about me. And that's one of the hard things, by the way, of snooping and finding out information because if you are snooping, then you are already in a place where you don't feel safe, you don't feel secure. And so whatever you see, you're going to see through the filter of this could be danger. This could be a problem. So it is not uncommon for someone snooping to totally misinterpret something that they have found because whatever it is that they find is colored by the feelings of being in danger, of being under threat. And so you have to take that warning with your snooping, right? Like you're already at a place where where you're stepping over the line, you're feeling danger. And so everything you're going to see is be, is going to be filtered through that lens. There's another important piece to think about if you are considering snooping, which is, are you in integrity in your relationship? This is another thing that I myself have experienced and I've seen it a lot in other people where I wasn't fully in integrity, and so I didn't trust my partner to be in integrity. And that fueled all kinds of jealousy and insecurity that actually was not happening in my partner at all, but it was happening in me. I wasn't fully in integrity. I wasn't fully being 100% above board in terms of how I was interacting with let's say, people outside of the relationship. And I see this all the time in, in other people. Like where if you haven't gone through the, the stage of actually closing all of your exits 
and fully closing them and fully ascertaining what you use to exit the energy of your relationship and closing those doors, then there will be a moment of reckoning for you when you realize, oh my gosh, that I'm doing that. And it can be so easy if you don't have all your exits closed to, to know that you are not creating safety for your partner. And so to project that onto them, like, well, if I'm not keeping us safe, then they must not be too. And that can fuel all kinds of insecurity and problems in your relationship. So you really have to get clear on your own integrity. Are you being fully in integrity? Are your exits closed? And that's part of why snooping always creates problems in relationship is because whoever is doing the snooping knows that just the act of doing it is not in integrity. Now, it may be that you try to have these conversations with your partner about safety and you get stonewalled and the conversation goes nowhere and you don't feel any better and they're not willing to work with you, let's say with a coach or a couples therapist. That is very possible. And if that happens, then that may be a time when you need to start thinking about other steps. Is this the person you want to be with? If they are hiding things from you, or if they are unwilling to let you have your privacy, even though everything you do is totally trustworthy, you know, it can go both ways. Um, the purpose of this show isn't so that every single relationship all the time so that you're going to stay together. That's, that's not why we're here. Although I do believe that most relationships can get there. So I am very pro relationship, but I'm not pro every single relationship. So it may be that you get to a point where you have to ask yourself some hard questions. Um, and, and to figure out like, okay, if, you know, if we can have these conversations about safety, like, are we taking the steps to get there? And if we're not, then how do we have conversations about that? It is a work in progress all the time. And that's why it's so important for us to be in this together, right? To be getting support. That's why I think the Relationship Alive community on Facebook is becoming such a great place for conversation and connecting with people because, you don't want to be in this alone. Relationship is hard work. It's no one ever said it's going to be easy. I mean, sure, it can be easy if you meet someone, you have the goosebumps and the butterflies and the charge and the chemistry and you're having crazy sex and that can all feel really easy um, apart from maybe some of the uncertainty that comes with that as well. But when you dive more deeply into your connection and you have to start confronting reality... <laughs> that is challenging. But with the challenge comes so much reward, so much deepening intimacy, so much capacity for you to live in 
to who you are meant to be in this world and to have the support of someone who knows you inside and out, backwards and forwards. That's what you deprive yourself of when you are keeping secrets. You're depriving yourself of what it can be like for someone to fully see you, to get you, to have compassion for you, to support you. Because on the other side of a secret is probably a journey that helps you find healing and growth and something that's just going to feel so much better for you anyway. So if you are getting snooped on, what can you do to help see your partner more clearly and to help them come back into balance, to come back into safety? Can you take responsibility for the things that you're doing that are contributing to a lack of safety in your relationship and shift them, change them, come clean, whatever it is that you need to do to help restore safety? Can you do that? And if you're someone who is doing the snooping, can you be vulnerable about your need for safety? Can you invite your partner into a conversation with you that helps you figure out if what you're feeling is about the present moment or if it's about something in the past? Now, finally, let's tackle the question of, is snooping ever a good idea? I'm going to say that I don't know for sure. But I will say that it should be a last resort. A last resort. There is so much possibility that's there for you without snooping. And so much that your desire to snoop reveals about the dynamics of your relationship that I would start there. I would start there with the aim being to create such a safe container for your partner. I'm, I'm imagining this big feather bed, right? Just like with so many layers of feather pillows that even if I were 20 feet up, I would feel safe jumping off the platform and landing in this bed. Can you create that for your partner so that they know that whatever it is they have to share with you, they are safe? And safe, again, may not mean that you're not going to leave if something really that feels like a really huge violation has happened. But maybe safe could mean, look, no matter what it is, you're still a person to me. And, and I get it that we don't always do things that we feel good about if, if you really get a sense that it's that kind of thing that's going on. And, and I'm going to hold you in light no matter what it is. You know, maybe it's that they're sneaking out to get ice cream uh, and breaking their eating regimen, you know, <laughs> there are so many possibilities there. And it's so easy when your danger uh, system is activated to go straight for the worst 
and to operate as if the worst is happening without knowing anything. So do yourself a favor and do everything else first. And in fact, you might even say to your partner, wow, I'm so tempted to want to just look at your your emails and texts like could i could i see your could i see your communications um would that be okay and maybe they'll say yes sure go ahead or maybe they'll say no i don't feel comfortable with that and again this is a great conversation to have with some support um why don't you feel comfortable is it just like the whole violation of privacy thing? Because, yeah, that's a big deal. And at the same time, where is it that you don't feel safe? Like, I will tell you that from my, I've, I've felt both. I felt like, oh my gosh, like there's no way that I would want my partner to see this stuff. And then I've also felt what it's like, and this is how I feel now, of course. I've felt what it's like to know like, oh, like, yeah, of course, I would share everything with you. Like, and that's, oh, that sucks that you feel like you need that. You need that reassurance. But yeah, go, go ahead. It's so much easier to not feel like there's anything that has to be hidden. Take it from me. And whatever you can do to bring yourself to that place where nothing is hidden anymore and you are who you are and you find ways to hold each other in love and just being who you are, then I suggest you get there. And of course, that's what so much of this show is about, is trying to help you get there. Well, I will be very curious to hear from you if this is something that you've experienced in the past or are experiencing in the present. And if there are specific things that are helpful that I've missed, feel free to shoot me an email, neilius at neilsatin.com or you know, show up in the Relationship Alive community on Facebook and, and let us know. And again, if, if something like this is going on in your relationship and you need some support, please reach out and, uh, and we'll get it figured out. All right. In the meantime, take care and we will see you next week here on Relationship Alive. <laughs>